Namaste Jai Hind. Welcome to another edition of ANI Podcast with Smita Prakash. This episode has two conversations recorded in two different cities. It is a story of two individuals who overcame disabilities to rise and achieve success. The first part features Shubham Vanmali who overcame his neurological condition to conquer the seas. while the second story is about dr shifali chohan who didn't allow her physical disability to become a roadblock in her way to success shubham has several national and international swimming expeditions to his credit he swam the english channel the strait of gibraltar catalina channel manhattan marathon swim gateway of india to dharamtar 26 year old nerul resident shubham received the prestigious tenzing norge national award in adventure sports by the ministry of youth affairs government of india from president draupadi murmu but wait there's more to him than that listen in Hey Shubham thank you very much for coming on the podcast I'm very happy to have you here because I love having young achievers uh because it motivates others uh to know your life story the challenges that you face the achievements so let's begin right from the beginning uh how it all happened for you Um I was a little kid and my parents like I got detected by asthma and doctor suggested to swim and when i was a kid we my father used to work in bharat petroleum and there was this uh, clubhouse in chembur and it used to be our picnic and we used i, I to learned how to swim in that pool by the way oh yeah, yeah long long back <laughs> hmm. yeah and it was a beautiful atmosphere like there was a lot of greenery the pool and we used to go there every weekend and to just have fun and understand the sport just swim for the fun and the only thing that motivated me there was the omelet pav from that canteen over there <laughs> that was the only motivation for the end of the week for me to go there and that's how the swimming journey began hmm. and later on nerul gymkhana had started this unique not uh, it was unique for back then no wait let me get yeah. back to this uh, about your asthma most people would think that uh, parents would not put their kids into uh, swimming or into sports right if their kid had asthma because that is the general thing that people think that you know bacche ko problem hai health mein to sports mein mat dalo padhai mein dal do yeah uh, but it actually helps you build up that aerobic capacity hmm. swimming is a sport where you have to concentrate on your breathing a lot and you have to hold your breath you have to release your breath properly on timing and there's so much subconscious breath work happening during swimming hmm. that it builds up your lung capacity and i remember back then as a kid i had asthma and then later on as i grew up i never had any issue with asthma so which age was this how old were you when you uh, started swimming i was somewhere around 6 to 7 years old okay yeah i was very young back then go ahead you were talking about nerul yes and then uh, nerul jimkana had started this unique program where they were uh, taking kids and making them go through a battery test and through that test they were situating them in specific sports what is a battery test so the test for ability of a, of an athlete or a kid which sport would he be better at hmm. and as per the uh, physical attributes of that kid the kid goes into a specific sport and i was selected in football at first and then but the already the gymkhana team was big and the kids were older than me and then they asked me is there any other sport you know that you can do mm-hmm. i said swimming i can swim and that's where i started swimming 
and that was a unique uh, thing where they were not charging anything for it they were just planning to develop athletes in 2005 looking at the future for 2010 and that mission was called mission 2010 the 2010 commonwealth games mm. they wanted to build athletes from 2005 for uh, to represent india at the commonwealth games and that's where that my swimming journey started where i understood how to swim properly how to professionally swim and i was still young during the commonwealth games i did not make it but then that at least gave me a push towards swimming uh, longer distances afterwards competitive level swimming yes yes okay so now while you're doing this uh there is a problem with learning disability also so how did that happen when did you figure out that or did the school figure out that you have some kind of a disability so as i grew up um i still remember i struggled through my academics for a really long time and i think when i was around 8 standard that's when the movie tare zameen par came out mm. and when the movie came out um we were sitting in the theater and at the end of the movie i can see my parents sobbing and they were crying and then uh, i was enjoying the movie and they realized that our kid is actually going through the exact same things but the only difference was my parents never uh, pushed me never forced me to do something uh, to like get better at sports or get better at studies they will always like just enjoy it and for like when i started swimming professionally like uh, competitively for four years i had no participate like no medals only participation certificate and every time i used to go to the competition i used to come back just uh, with a participation certificate and dad used to always be like it's okay we'll do it again we'll do it again that way i went four years a lot of peer pressure around and the issue was around when eighth standard uh, went by when we did some test at sion hospital or and at drishti and then we realized that i have dyslexia dysgraphia and adhd and that to that late in academics so when a kid is actually going through something like this um the person's uh, self esteem takes a major hit the person's ability to interact is already hampering because of this and in school days i remember there was always a fog in front of me while communicating i couldn't uh, vocally put out there what i wanted to say and i couldn't understand or else process it properly what they are telling me and after that um when we got to know that i have dyslexia this was only regarding academics or did you feel this in in other spheres also that you couldn't uh, you couldn't comprehend properly yes, there's a misconception that it only affects academic hmm. but it affected me through the entire like all my life throughout in my swimming because i couldn't understand i couldn't process what the coach is trying to tell me and what i'm supposed to be doing and after that i remember around 8 9th standard uh, when we came to know this we knew what the problem is and my parents were like okay we know the issue now we need to have we need to have a plan of action and we need to work on it and that's when i was introduced to iph where dr nadkarni's institute where we they it's an institute of psychological health hmm. and that's where counseling started for me and the drastic change in everything from a kid who was constantly getting just passing with the grace marks around 35% 30% and to a kid who just 
miraculously just went to 72% in 10th and from a kid who was barely going through district um started to perform at states started to go for the nationals it just took me a one years one years one years time to take that leap and things just took a turn for me it took a turn in some terms of self confidence it took a turn like a turn in terms of uh, my ability to cope up with things and constant counseling helped we had two different counseling session where we were introduced to something like sports counseling where shubhangi datar madam was sports counseling me and then there was a uh, counseling for studies and it just made a lot of things easier for me and the all the extra energy was which was not going anywhere started to channelize in one direction and the outcome like the outcome was uh, insanely good mm-hmm. and yeah and after that then we went for the english channel state of gibraltar and the progress happened so when uh, who decided that counseling is needed is it the school that uh, advised you or is it the sporting uh, arena teachers who told your parents uh, that you need uh, counseling uh, who who decided for you so um back then it was a taboo and till date somewhere parents are a little hesitant to mm. uh, accept uh, the mental illness or else any kind of disability and back then my mom and dad were very open enough they were like okay there's nothing to hide in this we will work on this and they were the one to push for the uh, counseling okay. sessions in fact i was asked to go to a special school mm. but they were like no he will st- be studying in the regular school we will take a counseling session for him and we will work on it so how does the time figure out because school ka kaam bhi hai counseling bhi jana hai sports practice bhi hai in one day there's only so much time right so as a kid the schedule used to be insane hmm. it used to i used to wake up in the morning go for swimming practice for like 2 hours in the morning from 6 to 8 then straight away from the pool we used to go to the school and we used to finish the entire school till around 3 o'clock 4 o'clock and come back to the pool have a dry land session where we do a lot of exercises and that 6 we used to again swim and at 8 we used to get over with it and then by after 8 you have an extra class because i couldn't go for classes because it used to be another school so we had a personal tutor who could make me understand properly and that really helped and then that used to happen and i was like a kid with lot of energy in me and okay. at the end of the day also i wasn't tired and mm. that kept on happening which actually today helps me a lot because no matter how uh, difficult the entire day is it's what i have been doing since a kid and it just helps me throughout the process so it so was so there's this mental block and as you say even today to take if even if a family member knows that there is a there is a problem in another person first to convince that person to go for counseling is a big task second log kya kahenge what will family say what will extended family say neighbors say uh, that there is a problem now was it your mom was it your dad or was it both of them together who said uh, and gave you that confidence that your life will be better if you take counseling um i was still a kid so i never understood what was the um if it was a taboo or it wasn't a taboo because they made me feel so comfortable with it mm. and they never treated me special also at the same time they were never like oh you have some issue you have a sibling yes i do have a sibling so it was the same 
yes yes okay <laughs> and they were always uh, making me feel normal mm-hmm. and counseling session just became a part of my life and i remember from that day till today i have the same counselor mm. and it helps me ev- on my day to day life and we used to have once a week session so people still need to understand that this is a very important part of any human being where that person gets to speak out what uh, the person is going through without being judged on it and get a proper guidance and that is the major reason bec- uh, i am able to succeed in my sport because my sport is all about mental toughness hmm. the physical attributes are fine physically you can be as fit as you can like the fittest in the world but when it comes to being there in that water being completely hypothermic feeling like you're going to just not survive another the end of the swim or else going through the jellyfishes or that fear of a shark being around that thing can only come by mental toughness and the counseling actually helped me throughout that process okay so now let's talk about the sporting journey right um, so at what stage do you realize that okay i can win i can win medals how old are you and how much of your training has come in by now um i was in ninth standard uh, i still remember that day that day still gives me goosebumps because uh, the competition was in nagotne uh, it's further away in a rural area and i have i was going there for last 4 years and i used to enjoy that process of being there and competitions are usually like a picnic as a kid and that was the only outing our, our family ever got and uh, i was there i had a 400 free event and i just went for it and that day i decided like and this was post me being detected and our counseling session starting and everything and I, and i was mentally very relaxed at this point in life i was enjoying my moment i was enjoying swimming i did not care what people are thinking about me if oh he's swimming for 4 years and yet he doesn't have a single medal and i did not care at that point just went for the swim and i stood second and i was myself surprised that i stood second my father was so happy my mother was so happy and my father is actually a national volleyball player mm. and he is also a national coach and so is my mother a national kabaddi player and that's when my dad was like okay now i am going to train you for your physical fitness and i was a very chubby kid then and that training started and the transformation from being a very chubby kid to being a very fit kid was drastic and this all is happening during that uh, time when we have been detected we are doing constant counseling and things are clearing up to me i am being more vocal i am being more happy and i am being uh i have that self confidence in me and that's when the sporting journey started for me hmm. and slowly slowly as we were swimming we we started to do longer distances in competitive swimming we started to do 1500 freestyle 800 freestyle and then one fine day we got an opportunity to swim in ratnagiri at a open water swimming competition and it was my first open water swimming competition and i was um fourth in that but other than being for the best part was enjoying that thing like in that water you're all by yourself the swimmers have gone away the few are ahead few are behind me and just enjoying the nature you can feel the water the water feels very different than the swimming pool mm. and that adrenaline just kicked in and I, even though i was fourth i was very happy after the event 
i enjoyed that and then we also started to realize we did one more longer event in kolaba navy navy's competition i was second in that and it's a national competition and i again enjoyed it a lot and then we realized that as the distance gets better uh, bigger hmm. i am getting better than others in this ah oh, okay and then we started to push it more and more and more by we you mean you and your coach uh me and my family your family okay yes yes so they are the ones who kind of know your comfort zone and know how much uh, you can explore yes so you're working as a team with your mom and dad right now yes so okay. uh even though this is an individual sport hmm. there's a big team behind me which hmm. helps me go through this like uh the major part is played by my mom and dad obviously <clears throat> they are the ones who know me very well and after that after that there is my coach at the moment which is rupali and aniruddha rupali herself being a person who has swam the english channel at the age of 13 hmm. one of the youngest hmm. and she having that experience then uh, shweta rao ma'am uh, which is a physiotherapist at physiokinesis um they constantly look after my well being after if i am going to get any injury they, it's lot of uh, prehab rather than a rehab uh, if you are going to get an injury yes so you have to prepare for a i would i mean not many people would know that there's something called a prehab and a post hab yeah. i mean everybody that i know goes for a post hab yeah. so as uh, as sports persons there is a prehab so please explain the two things that are there so um to avoid getting injuries in future your mm. body needs to be functioning like it's a car the car needs to be fine tuned okay. and how do you fine tune that it's by going to a physiotherapist and making sure you do a assessment and making sure the all your parts are well functioning for example lot of times lot of swimmers also don't re- realize that they are having a shoulder impingement where the uh, shoulder gets a chronic pain and which happens because of the scapula being released scapula mm-hmm. having not enough strength to hold on to the shoulder and shoulder falling forward and when you see a lot of people slouching like this yeah yes so that happens because of back not being uh, strengthened enough and you have to do a lot of exercises for that and that's what the physiotherapy does is they assess it they realize which part is weak and which part needs to be worked on and this way we avoid getting injured at all so we can train at our maximum potential so did it happen to you did you get injured in your uh, sporting events a lot of time um uh, before uh, getting this idea of how physiotherapy works i still remember um multiple injuries so while swimming the english channel it was a very brutal weather i was swimming through it and around 2 to 3 hours my right leg's hamstring tendon ruptured oh and i couldn't move it at all and at that point i was just thinking about how i what all is in my control and swimming through it and then i had my both my arms and my one leg so i'm swimming with it and around 5 hours in the english channel while taking a feed so every hour we take a feed from the boat we are not allowed to touch the boat so we have to you have to float and have our feed in 20 seconds give that feed back and start swimming again so feed can be anything like a water like a carbohydrate drink or a gel and while having that the weather was so bad the boat came onto me the boat goes on neutral and gear and the fan was still rotating and it hit it hit my other leg oh and at that point both the legs are not working and you will sink like a stone yeah you uh, the lower body completely drops 
and i still had my shoulders and we were still going strong after that and <clears throat> i remember like in somehow like going through all the jellyfish at 6 hours and then that's when the mental toughness also comes in where you can pull your body to a certain limit at your physical strength but once that strength is over once that energy is over what are you going to do that's when the mental energy kicks in that's the end energy which is required hmm. so till 10 hours it was all physical strength hmm. i had that in me because i have trained for 8 hours before in the pool you 10 hours you are in the english <coughs> channel with two legs not working now yes. on only arms working on only arms goodness and okay. after 10 hours i i started to get that zone of hypothermia where your back is turning blue your lips are turning blue you're slowly slowly feeling the dizziness you slowly slowly feel your body shutting down hmm. and i stopped communicating with people on the boat because every feed my father was asking me are you okay shubham and i used to say yes i'm okay so that they i'm communicating with them and they know the hypothermia is not kicking in yet and towards the end after 10 hours they realized that he is not speaking back hmm. and i'm not making any eye contacts over there i'm just swimming at that point mentally i was just like conserve uh, conserve and just finish the swim and i was very stubborn for that swim and to after that last 2 2 hours 42 minutes i pulled completely on mental strength like i don't have to collapse i have to keep swimming i have to put my head down i don't have to look up that's the most important part of english channel you do not look up to Why? finish the horizon plays tricks with your mind if you start the english channel from the start itself you can see the white cliffs at the end huh. because of the horizon and you can see the uh, big mountains in front of you and it feels like okay it's, it looks very close but you are swimming for hours and you are not able to reach if you are if you keep looking over there that's going to play a mind game with you that i am not moving ahead huh. and that's a, that's, a, that's a rule number 1 of english channel that never look up and that's something mm. i was keeping like in mm. my mind and i was just swimming and so th this is where the mental toughness came in and mm. this is how other swims also go by so this uh, english channel at what age did you do i was 18 first year of my college degree college and and so you completed it yeah and then rehab was needed for all the injuries yes, yes. okay yeah, and till then even... Was it worth it, you think? Yes, it was 100% worth it. It The feeling of uh, lifting the Indian flag in UK on 4th of August, I still remember the date very vividly. Mm. Um, this is something you, a money can't buy. Mm. This kind of happiness is something you um, cannot acquire without lots and lots of hard work and lots and lots of love from all the people around you. And this was not only a pride moment for me, but oh, the entire family and entire uh, swimming fraternity that after a long time, somebody had swam the English Channel. Uh, back in the day, it was uh, Tarana Chanoi sir. It was Anita Sood ma'am. It was Rupali Repare. There was an era of open water swimmers doing this open water swims. And people have read it. In, and back then the media was also like full of uh, newspapers. And mm. people used to read their name. And suddenly that era again started now. And we This was 2014? 2014, yes. Mm. And that's when we began that era. And now the open water swimming community has grown 
so much more than what it was back so then so you've done uh, strait of gibraltar and uh, after this was after uh, um, the yeah, english channel there's a funny story behind it hmm. strait of gibraltar english channel is formed on 4th of august hmm. i go back home i am completely demolished i can't move my mother is literally feeding me because i can't lift my arms uh, oh the arms are also gone by now by now body is not working at all, at all. i'm oh. just tired just collapsed the body doesn't have any energy i need to refuel a lot to get back and st- like get back standing and i remember after like couple of days after swimming the channel my father called the uh, gibraltar's uh, president uh, the association president rafael and he was like 14th of august is the best date to swim after that there's a cyclone coming and there's going to be crazy wind and you won't be able to swim for a month hmm. we cannot afford to spend that many days in spain we come from a middle class family we know how we have acquired that fund to go there and do that swim hmm. so my dad said that okay i'll talk to shubham let's see what he's saying spoke to me we like as like okay we'll go there let's see the situation and that checks our visa and it is from 14th of august it starts from 14th of august oh so there's Then, no time to prepare there yes there's no prime time to prepare there and we fly there um i remember did, the journey did you need surgery for the hamstring no i did not we just did a lot of rehab after that because okay. didn't have any uh, and i did not know till then it was ruptured i came to know afterwards oh after coming back to india from uk we flew to spain from after the reaching there my father gave the phone to the uh, president uh, rafael and he spoke to the cabby because we didn't know spanish and he spoke to him and he took the cab straight to the starting point of the swim i hadn't eaten anything i was really hungry at that point because we were off all the traveling and we didn't even have a, a place to stay because our booking was from 20th and we were planning to swim it on 26th of hmm. uh, august and he asked me what do you want i'll get you everything but you have to swim right now because in i can we have predicted that the winds are going to increase in few hours hmm. so we don't have time to waste i was like okay fine and i just get me banana and water have couple of bananas get that water very frustrated i was i was angry because i wanted to do this swim in a very leisure way because it's a 16 km swim i wanted to do this swim with a lot of time in my hand and recovered fresh swim and but i wasn't recovered i was just angry and i remember in a counseling session i was being told how to channelize your energy into constructive way rather than destructive way even anger even the anger especially the anger, anger. okay those who are leaving <laughs> nasty comments on youtube just listen to this you can channelize <laughs> your anger in a good way okay yeah <laughs> and uh, for example of if you take an example of zilidin zidan hmm. that anger caused his uh, team to lose at the fifa yes. finals and again you take an example of yuvraj singh his anger caused like the record of six sixes yeah and so that's what was uh, taught to me and i channelized all that anger into one swim i put my head down and swim like a madman I don't stop at all. I just take two feeds in the entire 16 kilometer swim, and we make the f- uh, Asian record in three hours 16 minutes by swimming the state of Gibraltar. Superb, excellent. So now, when you say you channel, so sometimes you have positive 
thoughts sometimes you have negative thoughts and you channelize that into positive action both of them yes. right what is it that you do is it is it uh, if i may ask if is is it a chanting is it a deep breathing or is it a combination of various things that you do um i just close my eyes i think about my surrounding i can think about my senses what i feel around me the touches i have right now the sounds around me and i try to calm myself down with that just focusing on the sounds touches smell all the sensation and just visualize a positive finish myself finishing that swim at the way i desire and i wanted to do the asian record asian record was made by an indian and uh, earlier also and i wanted to break that hmm. and that was the one thing i was channelizing back then till date i channelize all my swims with a very positive outcome and i don't think of uh, any negative outcomes in that just think of how the finish would look like so there's no fear of failure that you have fear of failure was there at the starting of the career mm. where uh, once that excitement starting was an mm. excitement mm. and then slowly slowly then that pressure came on mm. the media came on like the the awareness started about oh there's a kid who's been doing this swims not only nationally but internationally swimmers started to know me that's when that fear came in that what if i fail mm. and that was a phase where there was a lot of pressure on me and then one day i realized that i am doing this for myself i am doing this because i love to do it i love to be in the water i love to do that swim i love that adventure it's an adventure sport and then that fear just disappeared for me at that point i did not like i knew every swim is going to be successful after that and that's how it has been so you were talking about your mental makeup uh, initially when we started speaking you said your dad was helping you in your physicality also your physical well being because you were a chubby kid yeah. so now you tell me at what point did you decide okay enough of eating the wrong things i'm going to eat the right things and i'm going to eat it at the right time so what were the right things and the right time and uh, how difficult was it to get physically fit um to be physically fit one thing i realized in this entire process that if you're physically fit you're mentally also fit you feel better you um tend to have that moment better and you're overall happy in general and i started to just it was very simple thing but it looked so difficult back then that eat at home is very basic mm. eat what your mom is giving and typical indian food chapati dal rice veggies everything and that was a start for me and it was cooked by my mother and you know how it's cooked you know the um, like eating outside and eating at home has a huge difference you realize it after you go through that process and i went through that process in between my career also where everything got so much that i couldn't take care of myself hmm. and then i used to again rush into that again dieting and getting back into that zone and why going through that zone now i realize that how important is it is to be fit throughout especially for an athlete so consistency is very important very important physical and mental uh, well being consistency you can't you can't get on a diet and binge for 10 days and then get back on a diet no mm. it has to be a steady uh, yes. kind of a thing so 
eat at home eat sensibly is that what you're saying yes. and portion control is was that important yes portion comp- uh, portion control is important i never f- uh, personally had a problem with portion control um i eat what i've been served hmm. and that that was it for me and but it is important and but your mother was doing that yes yeah so is it was it like just a vegetarian diet was that because uh, you need protein right yeah. so most people think ki protein to vegetarians ke paas protein uh-huh. nahi aata no, it was a mixture of everything 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 but it was not only uh, non veg supplements supplements yes mm. uh, once i reached that level that's that's when the supplements started mm. uh, once i was at a peak where i was swimming really fast i was swimming really long that's when the supplements started and it's a difference for an athlete and a normal person when also to understand the fact that you don't get enough nutritions right now through the current lifestyle we are having hmm. and the current vegetables that are out in the market current food that are out in the market so the micronutrients <coughs> and all you need yes like extra. basic multivitamins hmm. uh, and also something like vitamin d hmm. vitamin c all these things need to be absorbed by the body which in current lifestyle we are not able to okay yeah. so now um, you you know you're at the peak where you're winning medals and you're going into competitions and then covid strikes right so how did covid you know affect your sporting career and of others also you know in like you uh, because suddenly everything stops two years of nothing yeah. it was very challenging um for swimmers feel of water we call it a feel of water is very important uh the reason why a strongest man cannot be a fastest swimmer is because of the feel of water which is acquired after years and years of experience and years of years of grinding through that process um that was lost by every single swimmer out there and staying at home we started to uh, be a little more creative at this point where we were um taking um weights we bought some few weights we bought few gym equipment and started to work out at home but yet that one thing swimming was missing and it did affect a lot mentally also because the body is so used to having swimming as a as a break mm. as something to get away in a daily life from mm. and it took a hit but fortunately uh my mom and dad were still working they were essential workers bank and petroleum company they were still working so i had to go to drop them so that was one way i was able to get out of the house at least to drop them but other than that uh, yeah it took a major um, it pulled us back in sports fraternity in general and to come back from it it was very very difficult as an indian kid every kid goes through those phase i um uh, for example when it's 10 standard a kid stops the sport then the if there are 100 kids were doing that sport 50 managed to go move past that to get into a good college yes and mostly it's that because yes, yes. you know you need funds you need all kinds of things to yes. get into competitive yes. sports and after getting in the college if they start to swim again because 10th to prepare for 10th they have already left swimming yeah <clears throat> now they are preparing to start like they are starting to swim again again 12 strikes again a person stops swimming or stops their specific sport then after that the degree college strikes where the entire atmosphere changes 
and for us we have been through that a swimmer who's at the age of 27 has already been through that and somehow managed to survive through that and come over here and for us at this age again covid striking yeah that was that reminded me of my days when after 10 uh, starting to swim again after two months of gap and then after that 12 that feel of water which you're talking about is also psychological um psychologically it's important for you right to feel yes. that water next to your yes. skin yes it's not just being physically fit it's yes. that mental makeup where you need water yes i mean that is your thing yes uh, swimming is a uh, extremely skill based sport it's fitness is there but skills are more important skill of uh, holding the water hmm. is very very artistic you can say hmm. of grabbing the water in a perfect way that you can propel forward Hmm. and that will only come by doing it again and again that will not come by mimicking it outside the water uh-huh. on the land so that was uh, going back and swimming again was very difficult okay so um what about uh, support structure you've talked about your fitness people you talked about your uh, counselors your parents what about uh, support structure of friends uh, in your initial years did they say are medal to jeetne rahe kya kar raha hai why are you doing this why don't you get into cricket why don't you get yeah. into something else i mean that's what most kids do right yeah yeah they, um, success or interest or a career path or whatever is seen by achievement of physical you know physicality like a, yes. a medal or a win in a match or something like that isn't it yeah it it was difficult um and as a kid things can be very difficult more uh, intense than we can think now and i remember four years i used to go to the pool there should be some kid or the other saying ye to itna saal se swim kar raha hai isko to abhi tak bhi medal nahi aaya and but home was a safe space for me hmm. uh, i felt like it was a safe space i used to go there and they used to comfort me they used to be like it's okay my father never wanted to me to be a very good athlete he wanted sports to be there in my life as a support system and as something a kid does other than his school or college something mm. he wanted me to have that throughout my life but he never wanted it to be something like um i choose as a profession mm. it was just a support system for me and because he always said that a kid who would go to the ground or go to the pool would will have more uh, energy and capacity to study than a kid who doesn't for example if a kid goes and studies all day scores an 80% 90% and a kid only studies 2 hours an hour but who's an athlete but he would still get 60 70 70 75% so at the same time he's also developing his well being hmm. so that's the reason i was in the sport Not so, which uh, tell me, which uh, uh, Tony gave you the most pleasure, like or the most satisfaction, or felt that okay, there's a reason why I've worked so hard for this. It was for this moment. It was very recently when I received the national award from the president of India. That feeling uh, was a feeling where it gave me goosebumps. Um, my family was there they were crying they cried throughout the ceremony for every single award uh, like the arjuna award dronacharya award and we received the tenzing norgay award for adventure sport that's where when president madam came in 
and stood and we sang the national anthem together everybody sang the national anthem that feeling that put me back uh in my school days in my competition days where we used to stand and sing national anthem together and straight to now it was just like a very dramatic uh flashback for me and that's when i was like this is all worth it this is absolutely worth it to get an honor from the president of india and it felt very fulfilling and it has been like that in stages uh as a when we received the shiv chhatrapati award that was a feeling when i felt like okay this is worth it the national award yes or else a kid coming up to me and saying oh you are my inspiration that's an achievement for me i still remember there was a kid uh in gandhi bal mandir who went for a storytelling competition uh was in third standard hmm. and won the gold medal in that storytelling competition where she told my story Oh. and i received a whatsapp forward of a girl today, uh, talking about my story and that's when i felt okay this is a very touching moment and this mm-hmm. is something like if i am able to inspire other kids if i am able to inspire other people to do better and to um am and like an idol for them then what else do you want in life other than this yeah and you know uh What I find fascinating is you keep saying we did this and we won this because you don't see it as your single achievement at any point do you you th- you see it as a team yes. your mom your dad you yes um after the uh, president award um we conducted a gathering and where we invited every person who has been through the journey with us my dad's colleagues my mom's colleagues um then my dad's friends mom's friends my friends and <coughs> every single person my old coaches i have been through a series of coaches all of them were invited over there and for the first time an amphitheater was in that uh, club was the, the staff told us that it was full hmm. and it was full for so long and i was even i was surprised the event started as seven people were talking about how they supported how proud they felt and they were there till 10 10:30 and because you know um it's it's one it's very hard to uh, to diagnose the kind of uh, issue that you had the uh, learning disability very few schools have that ability or very few parents have that ability to gauge that okay this child of mine has this uh, issue first to gauge that second to have the resources to deal with that and to have the mental makeup to deal with that three to convince your child to go to get help yeah to be able to afford that help on a continuous basis and then to surmount that you have gone through all those stages in life so if you were to give back or if you were to talk to children or to parents what would you say to them you should not consider this as a taboo this every child is a gift which is waiting to be unwrapped you should look at it like that some unwrap early some unwrap little later and it's okay to not be okay at times and you should accept that and the reason i am what i am 
is because my surrounding my support system accepted that and we worked on it and <clears throat> a kid who's going through dyslexia going through dysgraphia can do things that you can't imagine i support an ngo called atman academy and it's an ngo for learning disabled kids hmm. and these kids <clears throat> i went to their uh, annual day the sports day they were so good at what they do some are painters some are singers when they came to that academy hmm. uh, the founder manjushri ma'am was telling me that before coming there the kid who sings very beautifully because uh, after she was diagnosed or uh, during the school era in the school she wasn't accepted well and she stopped singing then there was a kid who stopped uh, painting they came to the school they felt like they were welcomed they felt the love and that girl sang so beautifully and i have seen their paintings over there and the transformation of a kid completely changed like it becomes better so if any parent out there want is going through that phase of feeling what my kid is like it's not okay to be like this they have to accept it and that's the only way that kid will be able to live a proper life build the self confidence yes building the self confidence is the most important thing in this and seek help yes because sometimes parents are busy they yeah. have a, a livelihood they have to go to work they have to earn a living um they have to pay fees they have to do all that so sometimes seek help right yes. there are professionals even uh, not necessarily expensive i'm sure schools also have uh, most schools have some kind of counseling yes. uh, so whatever is within the budget but get help is that what you would suggest yes nowadays a lot of schools have evolved in inclusive teaching and they are counselors in the schools also it's not necessary it will be uh to accept this and to work on this is going to be very expensive there are government institutes who work in a subsidized rates also so they should go for it and whichever kind of whichever state they are from they mm. should seek help at it and that's the way your kid will be um a better person and will be happy that's the most important the kid will be happy So finally uh, I have to ask you this that you lead a very uh, I won't say regimented but very disciplined life because physically and mentally you need to be fit uh, to win your medals to achieve what you have to so what do you do for relaxation I'm sure that is also a very important part of your mental makeup yeah um for relaxation I don't get to spend time with my friends that often because throughout the day i'm either training in the gym or at an event or something like that and i would chill with my friends just um or else go for a drive all by myself there have been times where i've just drove to nashik hmm. and just enjoyed the scenery and come back in a day and yeah driving and relaxing with the friends and letting that pressure go off hmm. because my counselor told me that to relax is really important you cannot be stiff always so like is there meditation 
uh, yoga do these things uh, actually help because i've heard uh, physical fitness coaches say that there is this return to uh, you know doing things the natural way like yoga and fitness and to get back to eating healthy ayurved uh, uh, suggested diets and things yeah um i go through that process in a day where i keep my phone away sit at a place and don't do anything just close my eyes focus on breathing and like i said earlier focus on the touches i have around me mindfulness mindfulness okay and just concentrate on the breathing hmm. and once i open my eyes i feel fresh this you don't have tried it i a million thoughts come into my mind ye bhi karna hai ye bhi karna hai ye bhi karna hai and uh, it's a hyper excited yeah. mind at something like that so that stillness is something that one has to learn how yes. to do right yes I how long does it take to get to that stage it takes uh, quite some time um it took me because i am again a hyperactive yeah. kid <laughs> it took me more than a month or so but to constantly do that um now i am doing that every chance i get i would be sitting in the car if i am going for a meeting or a going for practice i'll sit in the car and i'll do it in the car itself i'll just close my eyes and focus on my breathing in the car and if i am before sleeping i do that every single chance i get i do that because the strain on your head you can feel that go off yeah i believe so that's what yeah. i've heard uh and i've heard most sportsmen say that that they're so bombarded with um images with goals with ambitions with uh with things to do that hmm. they need perpetually they need these breaks where they can be just quiet with themselves and even artistic people say that that they need that time to recharge their batteries so how many competitions in a year would you international competitions um since covid now we are again for the first time getting in the international waters hmm. after covid they were very it was too difficult uh, to get into other country and doing the swim hmm. and plus was it worth so much of a hassle and going there with yeah. that mentality that and you weren't getting visas and all also yes and it would have been too much of a strain Uh, so now it's just picking up yes and so what are you looking forward to now so i'm very excited for this one especially because uh, we are doing the swim in south africa we are going to swim the falls bay hmm. and falls bay is infamous for 200 plus great white sharks oh goodness in that area and it's a 33 km swim and it's going to be as cold as the english channel which is around 11 to 12 degrees and i'm just extremely excited and we'll be doing it in march uh in on around somewhere after 20th of march and later on this year we are doing something that no asian has ever done um only one assisted swim that has been done before was by me which was from mumbai to dhanu beach which mm-hmm. is 140 kilometers in 5 days and this year end we are going to swim from goa to mumbai for 15 days oh Yeah. so this is going to be big that's endurance to another level <laughs> okay all the best to you shubham please don't get eaten up by sharks <laughs> and do the long distance we hope to see you win all this and uh, wishing you success for all of it 
थैंक यू थैंक यू फॉर हैविंग मी This episode is being filmed in Amritsar in the state of Punjab. Punjab has always been a source of interest for people who study and document history, and that's not just because it's a frontier state, but also because Punjab is one of the oldest cradle of civilization in the world. And by Punjab, I don't mean just Indian Punjab, but also that part of Punjab which went to Pakistan after partition. to discuss the state of punjab and its socio economic condition today in a historical context we have with us dr shifali chauhan she's a professor at the department of history at the gurunanak dev university and teaches ancient and medieval history to her students professor chauhan has turned as a student counselor and a motivational speaker due to an accident which took away life from both her hands and she had to get her left hand amputated after she went through a kitchen accident during her college days in 2005 shifali ji thank you so much for being part of this podcast since uh, we are shooting this in amritsar uh, i want you to put a little give us a little bit of uh, information about this city kyunki hamare bahut se jo सुनने वाले हैं या दर्शक हैं दे मे नॉट नो मच अबाउट अमृतसर बिसाइड्स द फैक्ट दैट इट इज दिस इज द प्लेस वे द जलिया वाला बाग मैसेकर हैपन एंड इट इज होम टू द गोल्डन टेम्पल बिसाइड दैट दे वु थिंक दैट हाँ इट्स अ प्लेस खाने पीने का जो के, के जो शौकीन है दे नो इट एज द होम ऑफ केसर का ढाबा और दे नो इट दैट स्ट्रीट फूड हियर इज फैब्यूलर्स लेकिन देर इज मोर टू दिस uh there's more to this city so if you can tell me a little bit about as to when this city was laid what were the foundations of this city before i start i would say ki jab hum amritsar ki baat karte hain to amritsar ek shehar hai jo zyada tar logon ko logon ki knowledge mein hai ki ek aisa shehar hai jahan pe religious sikh shrine hai log zyada tar isliye yahan par aur ye sikh shrine isliye bhi log visit karte hain kyunki ye ek aisa religion hai jo har religion ko welcome karta hai इट्स नॉट रिस्ट्रिक्टिंग एनी वन कि ये आ सकता है ये नहीं आ सकता इन फैक्ट द फोर डोर्स ऑल्सो आर ओपन इन फोर डायरेक्शन दैट ऑल्सो मीन्स कि एवरीबडी इज़ वेलकम अपार्ट फ्रॉम दैट इट्स वेरी ब्यूटिफुल ऑल्सो उसके अलावा जब हम अमृतसर को देखते हैं तो हम देखते हैं कि अमृतसर एक इसलिए भी बसाया गया क्योंकि ये एक स्ट्रेटेजिक लोकेशन में था एक ट्रेडिंग हब बनाया जा रहा था ट्रेडिंग हब किस तरह से कि जब हम देखते हैं इट वॉज वेरी नियर टू लाहौर तो हम यहाँ पे देखते हैं कि जब गुरु रामदास जिस शहर को बसा रहे हैं तो हम देखते हैं कि वो ऑलमोस्ट 52 शॉपकीपर्स जिनको वो इनवाइट कर रहे हैं कि वो बिजनेस के लिए यहाँ पर आए यहाँ पर सेटल हुए तो जैसे जैसे ये शहर बस रहा है ये एक रिलीजियस प्लेस है जहाँ पर बहुत लोग आ रहे हैं तो धीरे धीरे देखा जा रहा है कि जितने भी ट्रेडर्स हैं या बिजनेसमैन हैं उनको भी अपॉर्चुनिटी मिल रही है यहाँ पर ग्रो करने की फ्लरिश करने की तो इट्स नॉट रिस्ट्रिक्टेड कि पंजाब में जब लोग यहाँ पर आकर सेटल हो रहे हैं वो किसी एक कम्यूनिटी के हैं नहीं ये अलग अलग कम्यूनिटीज़ के हैं वो कश्मीरी भी हैं वो सिंधीज भी हैं और इवन द गुजरातीज आल्सो तो हम देखते हैं कि अलग अलग रिलीजियस कम्युनिटीज़ के लोग भी जो बिजनेस के पर्पज़ से यहाँ पर आ रहे हैं और यहाँ सेटल हो रहे हैं और इसको एक बहुत बड़ा ट्रेडिंग हब भी बना रहे हैं कहीं ना कहीं यू मस्ट हैव हर्ड अबाउट गुरु बाजार ऑल्सो देन देर आर सराफ्स ऑल्सो क्राफ्टमैन ऑल्सो दे ऑल वर इन्वाइटेड कि यहाँ पर आएँ और यहाँ पर आकर वो बसे सो लेट्स नाउ गेट ऑन टू द कलोनियल पार्ट ऑफ पंजाब You've seen that uh, we celebrated the Azadi ka Amrit Mahotsav uh, since independence. Uh, how do you see this region? Like, uh, does it want to 
delete its link with its past there are some places which don't want to be known or don't want to be reminded of its uh, conflicts of the past they want to wipe out they want to look forward aage ki sochna chahte hain they don't like to think uh, and be reminded that their past has been one of conflicts one of invasions and things like that definitely it is there that uh, for example if we talk about the jallianwala bag massacre uh, many people have this feeling they don't want to remember that incidents and many of them have the feelings the whenever you read literature you feel like agar main iski jagah yahan par hota to what i would have felt similarly when we talk about the partition also to jab hum colonial punjab ki baat karte hain to colonial jo punjab hai wo ek aisa punjab hai jahan pe hum dekh rahe hain ek pehle traditional society reh rahi hai traditional society jisme hum baat karte hain ki yahan ke log jo hain they are they are living in villages they are self sufficient utna hi production ho rahi hai jit उस विलेज को जरूरत है धीरे धीरे हम देख रहे हैं जैसे ही हम एनेक्सेशन की बात करते हैं 1849 में कलोनियल रूल से तो हम देखते हैं लोगों में चाहे वो हिंदूज हैं चाहे वो मुस्लिम्स हैं मुस्लिम्स वर नॉट इन फेवर ऑफ द ब्रिटिश रूल बिकॉज उनको लगता था कि मुसलमान जो है कम्युनिटी वो एक रूलिंग क्लास थी और कहीं ना कहीं उनकी वो जो सुप्रीमेसी है वो कहीं ना कहीं लॉस्ट हो गई थी सिमिलरली जब हम बात करते हैं हिंदूज की तो हिंदूज जो हैं वो उसमें से भी हम दो तरह के मूवमेंट्स को देख रहे हैं कल्चरेटिव एंड ए कल्चरेटिव मूवमेंट और इन अदर वर्ड्स वी कुड से रिफॉर्मेटिव एंड रिवाइवलिस्ट मूवमेंट्स तो कुछ ऐसी कम्युनिटीज़ uh, हैं या कुछ ऐसे लोग हैं जिनको लग रहा है कि जो कलोनियल रूल आ रहा है जो वेस्टर्न एजुकेशन आ रही है दैट इज़ इन फेवर जो कि बात करें कि सोशल इवेल्स को सोसाइटी से इराडिकेट किया जाए फॉर एग्जांपल द सती प्रथा द फीमेल फिटिसाइड एंड द कास्ट सिस्टम इस तरह के जो सोशल लेवल्स हैं तो उसको भी जब हम सोशो रिलीजियस रिफॉर्म मूवमेंट्स के पॉइंट ऑफ व्यू से देखते हैं चाहे वो आर्य समाज है चाहे वो ब्रह्मो समाज है चाहे वो सिंह सभा है ये सारी जितनी मूवमेंट्स चल रही हैं वो या रिफॉर्म्स के लिए चल रही हैं या रिवाइवल के लिए चल रही हैं रिफॉर्म्स के लिए जो मूवमेंट्स चल रही हैं उनको लगता है कि जो वेस्ट की एजुकेशन है जो वेस्ट की एजुकेशन है दैट वुड इम्प्रूव देयर सोशल एंड इकनॉमिक प्रस्पेक्टिव और उसके साथ साथ उनको लगता है कि जो हमारी सोसाइटी में सोशल इवेल्स प्रिवेल कर रहे हैं उनको इराडिकेट किया जा सकता है तो सिमिलरली जब हम इसी में मुस्लिम्स को देखते हैं दे फील दैट दिस इज़ एन इंटरफेरेंस इन देयर कम्युनिटी कि अगर हमें रिवाइव करना है अपनी कम्युनिटी को तो हम खुद रिवाइव कर सकते हैं कोई बाहर का क्यों आ रहा है रिवाइव करने सिमिलर इज़ द हिंदूज फीलिंग कि अगर हमें रिवाइव करना है अगर हम बात करते हैं कि सती प्रथा जो है अगर हम Back to ancient times बात करते हैं हम वैदिक एज की बात करते हैं हम अपने शास्त्रों की बात करते हैं हम देखते हैं वहाँ पर वुमेन एजुकेशन है हम वहाँ पर सती प्रथा का मैंशन नहीं किया जा रहा है और वहाँ पर फीमेल फिटिसाइड नहीं है तो दे जस्ट वॉन्ट कि हम अपने ही इस धर्म को रिवाइव करें जब हम रिवाइव कर रहे हैं तो दैट मीन्स हम इन सोशल ईवल्स को इराडिकेट करें वहीं पर जो रिफॉर्मिस्ट है दे बिलीव कि वाकई में जो वेस्ट की एजुकेशन है या जो वेस्ट के आइडियाज़ हैं दे आर गिविंग लिबर्टी दे आर गिविंग इक्वालिटी दे आर गिविंग फ्रीडम ऑफ स्पीच तो वो उसको अपनाना चाह रहे हैं तो हम देखते हैं जब पंजाब में ये जो बिहेव 
बिहेवियर है वो एक मिक्स सा बिहेवियर है कि कुछ उस चीज़ को अप्लाई करना चाहते हैं अपनी लाइफ में वेस्ट वेस्ट की एजुकेशन वेस्ट के आइडियाज़ को कुछ क्या करना चाहते हैं कुछ रिवाइव करना चाहते हैं अपने पास्ट को डू यू सी कि आजकल भी ऐसे ही चल रहा है दैट द रीज़न वाई सो मैनी यूथ हंड्रेड्स ऑफ थाउजेंड्स ऑफ यूथ एवरी ईयर वॉन्ट टू ट्रैवल अब्रॉड माइग्रेट अब्रॉड ये उसी का नतीजा है दैट दे दिस रीज़न ऑफ वॉन्टिंग अ बेटर लाइफ इन द वेस्ट बेटर लाइफ अगर मैं कहूँ तो मुझे लगता है कि शायद लाइफ जैसे यहाँ है ऐसे ही स्ट्रगलिंग वहाँ पर भी है इट्स नॉट दैट कि वो एक बड़ी अच्छी कहावत है डूर के धोल सुहावने लगते हैं तो मुझे ऐसा लगता है कि जो यूथ है यूथ का जो माइंडसेट है बिकॉज आई एम इन टू टीचिंग प्रोफेशन तो जब नया सेशन शुरू होता है तो मेरा पहला सवाल यही होता है कि क्या करना है आगे तो उनका मोस्टली जो है जवाब यही होता है मैडम कनाडा जाना है मैडम ऑस्ट्रेलिया जाना है मैडम हमने यूके जाना है तो बहुत कम ऐसे बच्चे हैं जो कहते हैं हमें यहाँ पे स्टे करना है उसकी आयरनी एक ये भी है कि यहाँ पे एम्प्लॉयबिलिटी नहीं है ट्रेडिशनल जो ऑक्यूपेशंस थी ऑफ से एग्रीकल्चर वो नहीं करना चाहते हैं वो नहीं करना चाहते हैं वन कि उसमें उनको एक इंटरेस्ट नहीं है एक इट्स अ हार्ड वर्क है ना तो एवरीबडी और उसके बाद ग्रीन रेवोल्यूशन ने कुछ एग्रीकल्चरल कम्युनिटी को थोड़ा वेल्दी भी किया तो दे डोंट वॉन्ट कि वो एग्रीकल्चरल लैंड और ऊपर से अगर हम देखते हैं एग्रीकल्चर को भी इट्स नॉट दैट फ्लरिशिंग इट्स नॉट दैट पेइंग ऑल्सो तो ये भी सर्टन रीजनस हैं देन एम्प्लॉयबिलिटी इज़ अनदर रीज़न कि बच्चे बाहर जाना चाहते हैं एंड अनदर रीज़न आई पर्सनली फील इज़ कि बच्चों में एक मोटिवेशन नहीं है मोटिवेशन इन द सेंस कि अपनी कंट्री में रहने का उनको या अपने पेरेंट्स के साथ क्योंकि हमारी अपब्रिंगिंग ऐसी हो होती जा रही है आई स्टिल रिमेंबर व्हेन आई वाज अ किड आई सी दिस जनरेशन गैप इन टेन इयर्स और ट्वेंटी इयर्स अदरवाइज वो जनरेशन गैप यूजली फोर्टी फिफ्टी इयर्स का होता था जो वो जनरेशन गैप हम आजकल टेन और ट्वेंटी इयर्स इवन फाइव ईयर्स में भी वो जनरेशन गैप देख रहे हैं एवरीबडी वॉन्ट्स प्रिवेसी आई स्टिल रिमेंबर कि जब हम छोटे होते थे तो रिलेटिव्स uh, आते थे तो घर में सारा सामान बाहर करके नीचे गद्दे लगा दिए जाते थे एंड नाउ वेन यू वॉन्ट टू विजिट योर रिलेटिव होम यू फर्स्ट सी दैट यू हैव अ रूम यू हैव अ गेस्ट रूम और वी शुड हैव अ अरेंजमेंट इन अ होटल इन ऑल पार्ट्स ऑफ द कंट्री इट्स नॉट स्पेसिफिक ओनली टू पंजाब लेकिन सिर्फ पंजाब का यूथ है जो जो इज़ नॉट सेटिस्फाइड आई एम नॉट सेंग दैट वन हैज़ टू बी सेटिस्फाइड विद वॉट इज़ देयर एंड नॉट सीक फॉर मो आई एम नॉट सेंग दैट बट टू दे सीम्स टू बी दिस अर्ज ऑफ गोइंग इन इन लार्ज नंबर्स जो बाकी में नहीं दिखता बाकी राज्यों में सिर्फ पंजाब में ही दिखता है दैट देर इज दिस थिंग सिंस यू आर यू नो यू हैव डन जेंडर स्टडीज एंड यू हैव यू आर एन एक्सपर्ट ऑन सोशो इकनॉमिक कंडीशंस कुछ ऐसे सोशो इकनॉमिक कंडीशंस या जेंडर बायस है या जो भी है दैट मैन एंड वेमेन वॉन्ट टू गो बोथ मैन एंड वेमेन बोथ वॉन्ट टू गो इट्स नॉट दैट कि जब आप देखते हो कि सिर्फ मैन ही है जो जाना चाहते हैं अब अगर आज कल आप प्रेजेंट सिनारी देखो तो बहुत बार ऐसा हो रहा है कि वेमेन आर मोर इन टू एजुकेशन तो वो क्या है यूजली uh, क्या हो रहा है लड़के कम पढ़ रहे हैं और लड़कियाँ जो हैं वो ज़्यादा पढ़ रही हैं जितनी एडमिशन्स हो रही हैं ज़्यादातर लड़कियाँ एडमिशन्स ले रही हैं उसके बाद फॉरन यूनिवर्सिटी या फॉरन यूनिवर्सिटीज़ में फिर वो अपने हस्बैंड को स्पाउस वीज़ा पर 
ले जाती हैं सम विच यूज टू बी द अदर वे राउंड राइट विच यूज टू बी द अदर 15 20 इयर्स अगो वन हर्ड अबाउट दोस केसेस जहां यू नो ब्राइड ढूंढने के लिए आते थे मेन यूज टू कम एंड यहां पे वो एंड देन देयर वाज दैट सबजुगेशन ऑफ वुमेन जो एनआरआई ब्राइड्स की बात थी वहां पे जो अट्रोसिटीज होती हैं उनके ऊपर बट व्हाट यू आर सेइंग नाउ इज दैट द ट्रेंड इज चेंजिंग चेंजिंग द ट्रेंड इज चेंजिंग एंड दिस चेंज इज आई थिंक सीन इन 10 15 इयर्स ओनली दे कम बैक फॉर द स्पाउस फ्रॉम इंडिया या जो इंडिया से लड़कियां फॉरेन कंट्रीज में जाती हैं पढ़ने के लिए के लिए दे टेक स्पाउस अलोंग और इनफैक्ट आजकल ये भी एक ट्रेंड देखने में आ रहा है कि जो लड़के की फैमिली है वो उसका एजुकेशन का खर्चा और इफ शी अप्लाइज फॉर अ परमानेंट रेजिडेंसी वो सारा खर्चा लड़के की फैमिली बिकॉज दे वॉन्ट कि अगर लड़का नहीं वो एग्जाम क्लियर कर पा रहा है या उसको एडमिशन नहीं मिल रही है और लड़की अगर बहुत ब्राइट है और उसको एडमिशन बाहर मिल जाती है या उसको परमानेंट रेजिडेंस मिल जाती है तो उसका सारा खर्चा भी उठाने को मतलब आई हैव सीन बिकॉज दिस इज़ ऑल हैपनिंग तो बहुत बार ऐसा भी देखने को मिलता है और खासकर ये ट्रेंड आजकल बहुत ज़्यादा पॉपुलर हो रहा है कि या वेमेन जा रही हैं और वो अपने साथ स्पाउस को लेकर जा रही हैं इज़ इट वरिंग एट ऑल और इज़ इट समथिंग दैट शुड बी एनकरेज कि यू नो दिस वन वीक टू से कि हम हाँ ब्रेन ड्रेन हो रहा है you know smart women who should be in the workforce in india, in india. Wo, and in punjab are going abroad and they that brain drains happening the other way is that they are going abroad why not you know encourage people who want to go and become part of the diaspora outside and they they encourage or they send back money wo bhi hota hai ek एक ये भी so, रीज़न है कि लोगों को अलोरमेंट अगर आप इधर जलंधर साइड या दुआबा बेल्ट देखो बहुत लोग हैं जो एनआरआईज हैं और जब वो बाहर रह रहे हैं ऑब्वियसली दे आर अर्निंग गुड या वो बहुत ईयर्स से वहाँ पर है तो वो क्या है यूजुअली एक शो ऑफ के लिए अपना बहुत बड़ा घर बना के पंजाब में छोड़ देते हैं तो वो जो आस के लोग रह रहे हैं उनके लिए एक इंस्परेशन होती है कि हमारा बच्चा बाहर चला जाएगा तो शायद हमारा बच्चा भी इस तरह का हमें घर बना कर दे तो चाहे वो घर खाली पड़े हैं चाहे वहाँ पे कोई नहीं रह रहा पेरेंट्स ही रह रहे हैं बच्चे तो बाहर हैं पर फिर भी जो आसपास की कम्युनिटी है उसके लिए एक इंस्पिरेशन हो जाती तो है तो इससे सोशो इकोनॉमिक कॉन्फ्लिक्ट आपने देखा है कि ये हो रहा है एग्जैक्टली exactly. अगर आप ये देखते हो इट्स एन अलार्मिंग सिचुएशन अगर आप इसको एजुकेशन के पॉइंट ऑफ व्यू से ही देखते हो कि हम जितने बच्चों को पढ़ा रहे हैं सब बाहर जा रहे हैं तो एक टाइम आएगा यहाँ पर रह कौन जाएगा Since I was there, uh, I would share my incident. That when I, after doing my masters, I had a fire accident. So I also had this option. कि मैं बाहर जा सकती थी या मेरे पेरेंट्स को उस टाइम पे लगता था कि बाहर चले जाए तो ठीक है कि ये अच्छा सेटल हो जाएगी यहाँ पे ये अच्छा नहीं सेटल हो पाएगी दे ऑल्सो हैड दिस नोशन बट आई प्रूव्ड इट रॉन्ग कि अगर आप हार्ड वर्क यहाँ पे करते हो तो आप क्यों नहीं अच्छा सेटल हो सकते हो आप अच्छा सेटल हो सकते हो क्यों बाहर भागने की ज़रूरत है ये जो एक और इस्पेशली अमंग द गर्ल्स आइज से कि जब बात करो तो हमेशा ये सुनने को मिलता है कि एन आर आई मुंडा मिल जाए बस एन आर आई मुंडा क्यों आप इतने कैपेबल क्यों नहीं हो कि आप खुद उस पोजिशन पर हो इकनॉमिकली इतने अपलिफ्टेड हो इतने बैलेंसड हो 
कि आपको किसी की हेल्प या किसी की सपोर्ट की ज़रूरत ही ना पड़े ऐसा एटीट्यूड क्यों नहीं है ये एटीट्यूड मिस होता जा रहा है वैन वी व ग्रोइंग वी न्यू दिस थिंग कि हमारे पेरेंट्स के पास पीछे कुछ नहीं है हमें अपने आप को अगर हमें जो कम्फर्ट्स हैं जो हम अभी इंजॉय करें अगर इन फ्यूचर हमें वो कम्फर्ट्स चाहिए तो वी हैव टू वर्क हार्ड फॉर दैट इट्स नॉट दैट इट वुड आई वुड गेट इट ईजीली कि मुझे किसी अमीर घर में शादी हो जाएगी तो आई वुड गेट ऑल दोज कम्फर्ट्स इन द एकेडमिक फील्ड हाउ मच डू यू सी वेमेन गोइंग फॉरवर्ड इन पंजाब एंड इज द स्कोप फॉर वेमेन टू एक्सेल टू सक्सीड That depends upon person to person. How a woman in Punjab, especially if you go in the villages, बहुत बार ऐसा देखने को मिल रहा है कि जो villages में girls हैं जो बाहर study visa पर जा रही हैं they don't see कि वो क्या subject choose कर रही हैं सिर्फ उनको ये होता है कि दो साल तीन साल के लिए study visa मिल जाए उसके बाद कहीं वहाँ पर job कर लेंगे थोड़े time की extension मिल जाए and somehow they get permanent over there. But वहाँ पर भी जाके अगर वो education को फोकस नहीं करती हैं दे आर नॉट सेटलिंग वेल तो वो वहाँ पे भी क्या हो रहा है वहाँ पे वो ऐसे जॉब्स ले रहे हैं जिसमें हार्ड वर्क है हार्ड वर्क इन द सेंस मे बी दे आर वर्किंग इन द स्टोर्स मे बी दे आर वर्किंग इन द रेस्टोरेंट्स बहुत कम ऐसे बच्चे हैं जो करियर ओरिएंटेड है दैट करियर इन ओरिएंटेशन इज इम्पॉर्टेंट कि आप बाहर जा रहे हो अगर आप पढ़ने जा रहे हो तो यू शुड बी फोकस्ड यू शुड बी करियर ओरिएंटेड आपने इसलिए नहीं जाना कि आपने पैसे कमाने जाना है आपने इसलिए जाना है कि आपने एजुकेशन लेनी है और आप ये भी सोच कर चलते हो कि हो सकता है मैं एजुकेशन लेकर वापस भी आ जाऊँ यू आर टॉकिंग अबाउट योर पर्सनल स्टोरी दैट यू हैड एन एक्सीडेंट सो कुड यू टेल अस मोर अबाउट व्हाट हैपन टू योर हैंड्स एंड हाउ इट हैपन या long back when i was doing my masters in punjab university so i had just completed my masters and i had gone for my uh, ugc exam and in the meantime uh, i bought a heater and i had no clue how to use it and somehow uh, my skirt corner of my skirt touched that heater and unfortunately i could not uh, make an immediate decision what to do i was shouting and by that time that fire was coming up so i just tried to extinguish that fire with my hands and that uh, synthetic skirt that all was on my hands so i got deep burns with that so, and unfortunately my left hand fingers all were amputated by that time so i was just 21 22 it was an unfortunate incident uh, but uh that taught me ke i i was from a well of family my both my mother and my father were working and my brothers were working so i also had two options at that time because i was completely dependent on my mother be it going to a washroom be it eating har chhota chhota kaam jo hai wo mere mother dekh rahe the mera तो मेरे पास भी उस टाइम पे दो ऑप्शंस थे एक ऑप्शन थी जिसमें हम मैं बात करूं कि मैं घर पे बैठ सकती थी कि नाउ आई एम योर रिस्पॉन्सिबिलिटी यू हैव टू टेक केयर ऑफ मी बिकॉज मैं अब कुछ नहीं कर सकती दूसरी ऑप्शन थी फाइट बैक करना फाइट बैक करने में आई टुक ऑलमोस्ट एन ईयर टू लर्न हाउ टू राइट इन वन सिंगल लाइन बिकॉज आई वॉज बिकॉज ऑल माई फिंगर्स आर नॉट वर्किंग ओनली माई थाम्स आर वर्किंग सो इट वॉज वेरी डिफिकल्ट फॉर मी टू कोप अप and to learn how to write one single line so i kept practicing kept practicing and the moment i 
realized that yes now i can write then i appeared for my exams and uh, cleared my ugc and then i uh, got my phd entrance test and then i enrolled for phd and for phd also it was a big task because when i used to go to a library aap ek page uthana ya ek page paltna badi easily usko पलट लेते हो बट मेरे लिए वो एक बहुत बड़ा टास्क था कि मुझे जब पढ़ना है तो मुझे जो नेक्स्ट पेज टर्नओवर करना है वो मेरे लिए शायद सबसे बड़ा टास्क था उसके बाद देन आई वॉज स्टेइंग इन द हॉस्टल तो एक नॉर्मल लाइफ से एक डिफरेंटली एबल लाइफ में आना अपने आप को समझाना सोसाइटी को फेस करना देन देर आर क्वेश्चन ओह वॉट हैपेंड या देन यू हैव समाइम्स रिएक्शंस की जो आपको फेस से ऐसे लग जाता है ओहो वट हैज़ हैपन विद हर तो वो सब चीज़ों को फेस करना एक मेंटल ट्रामा एवरी वेयर वेन एवर आई गो आई हैव क्वेश्चन्स कि अरे ये क्या हुआ हाउ इट हैपन तो वो जो ट्रामा एवरी टाइम आई हैड टू डिस नाउ आई एम हैबिचुअल ऑफ इट मुझे बुरा नहीं लगता है कि अगर मुझे इसको इनफैक्ट आई मेक इट अ हैबिट कि जब भी सेशन शुरू होता है जो इनिशियल क्लासेस होती हैं उसमें मैं ये इंसिडेंट्स जो है ज़रूर शेयर करती हूँ बिकॉज फॉर मी इट इज़ लाइक अ मोटिवेशन फॉर मैनी कि वो जो बच्चे जो आज ये सोच रहे हैं कि हम बाहर चले जाएँ हम ईजी वे आउट ढूंढ लें सक्सेस का तो सक्सेस का वे जो है वो ईजी आउट कभी भी नहीं होता हो सकता है मेरे ये जो स्टोरी शेयर करने से या इंसिडेंट शेयर करने से बहुत बच्चे ऐसे होंगे जो मोटिवेट हो सकते हैं क्योंकि देखो मुझे लगता है डिफ़िकल्टीज़ हर एक की लाइफ में है प्रॉब्लम्स हर एक की लाइफ में है बी इट फाइनेंशियल प्रॉब्लम बी इट हेल्थ इश्यूज़ और बी इट एनी काइंड ईजी लाइफ तो किसी की भी नहीं है बट द थिंग इज़ कि एटीट्यूड कैसा लेके चलना है किस तरह से फाइट पैक करना है दैट इज़ वॉट आई डिसाइडेड कि आई हैव टू फाइट आई डोंट वॉन्ट टू डिपेंड ऑन माई फैमिली कि वो लुक आफ्टर करें कब तक पेरेंट्स होंगे दैन वो जो चीज़ें थी जो हॉन्ट करती थी अगर हर लड़की वो चीज़ अपने दिमाग में लेकर चले कि आई डोंट वॉन्ट टू डिपेंड ऑन माई हजबेंड आई डोंट वॉन्ट टू डिपेंड ऑन माई पेरेंट्स फॉर मनी फॉर माई फाइनेंशियल नीड्स तो शायद मुझे ऐसा लगता है कि इतनी एम्पावरमेंट हो जाएगी वमेन की कि हम सोच भी नहीं सकते एक सिर्फ एटीट्यूड है जिसको हमें चेंज करना है या लेकर आना है सो आई डोंट माइंड आई शेयर विद एवरी बैच दिस इंसिडेंट्स कि शायद मेरे इस इंसिडेंट्स को शेयर करने से बहुतों को मोटिवेशन मिलेगी सो आदर टाइम्स वेन यू फील दैट आई एम मोर देन माई एक्सीडेंट in the sense in the sense that when you start teaching like you said that people ask you that the first thing so do you feel ki har bari wohi baat kyun batani padti hai nahi earlier i had this thing ki because jab aap batate ho to aap pura us trauma mein chale jate ho na to शुरू शुरू में मुझे ऐसा लगता था कि ओहो कोई ना पूछे और फिर मुझे हेजिटेशन होती थी पब्लिक प्लेसेस पे जाने की बिकॉज मुझे लगता था कि पब्लिक प्लेसेस पे यूजुअली ऐसा होता है कि सवाल पूछे जाएंगे एंड आई अगेन हैव टू गो इन बट व्हेन आई डिसाइडेड कि नो आई हैव टू फाइट बैक एंड देन आई चूज दिस प्रोफेशन टीचिंग क्योंकि मुझे लग रहा था कि यूथ जो है हमारा वो एक बहुत इम्पॉर्टेंट सेक्शन ऑफ द सोसाइटी है उनको मोटिवेशन भी चाहिए उनको एक चाहिए दिखाने के लिए तो मुझे लगा कि वॉट एवर हैज़ हैपेंड आई हैव एक्सेल्ड तो क्यों ना उनके लिए वो एक इंस्पिरेशन और एक मोटिवेशन बना जाए ताकि हो सकता है मेरे इस छोटे से एफर्ट से बहुत से ऐसे बच्चे या स्टूडेंट्स होंगे जो अपनी लाइफ में करियर ओरिएंटेड हो जाएंगे या मोटिवेट होंगे इस इंसिडेंट्स को सुनने सुन के सो आई डोंट माइंड शेयरिंग और अब मुझे इतना फिर बिकॉज आई 
वॉट आई फील इज़ कि शायद कई बार होता है कि कोई चीज़ें ब्लेसिंग इन डिस्गाइज मुझे लगता है मे बी अगर मैंने मास्टर्स की होती बाय दैट टाइम आई वुड हैव गॉट मैरिड और शायद मैं जो आज जिस पोजिशन पर पहुँची हूँ शायद मैं उस पोजिशन पर ना होती तो मुझे कहीं ना कहीं लगता है ये चीज़ कि अगर कोई बुरा वक्त या बुरा टाइम आता है इट टीचेज एंड इट ब्रिंग्स यू समवेयर एल्स कि मुझे लगता है शायद आज एक्सीडेंट ना हुआ होता शायद उस टाइम पर मेरी भी इतनी डीप सोच ना होती और आज मैं जहाँ हूँ मैं वहाँ पर शायद ना होती टेल मी वेन वेन वी टॉक अबाउट वेमेन इन पंजाब इज देर इज देर अ प्लेस फॉर वेमेन टू सक्सीड इन एवरी फील्ड और इज देर अ बायस अगेंस्ट वेमेन इन पंजाब इफ यू गो बाय द रिकॉर्ड्स और द सेंसस रिपोर्ट्स if if i talk back of 80s and 90s so what i found was ki एजुकेशन में गर्ल्स आ तो रही थी बट जो पेरेंट्स थे दैट वर एडमेंट इन ओनली इन टीचिंग प्रोफेशन नॉट इन एनी अदर प्रोफेशन सो वी डोंट फाइंड मच इंजीनियर्स वी डोंट फाइंड मच डॉक्टर्स और एनी अदर इन टेक्निकल वर्कस बट नाउ नाइन्टीज एंड टू थाउजेंड ऑनवर्ड्स वी सी देर इफ आई सी इन माई क्लास एट प्रेजेंट एज आई हैव मोर गर्ल पॉपुलेशन इन माई क्लास एज कम्पेयर टू बॉयज रेस्ट इन इवन इन द टेक्निकल कोर्सेज ऑल्सो बी इट डॉक्टर्स बी इट इंजीनियर्स वी हैव सीन दैट दैट बायसनेस इज गोइंग लाइक गर्ल्स आर ऑल्सो कमिंग इन टेक्निकल प्रोफेशन इट्स नॉट दैट दैट देर आर ओनली बॉयज़ इन सम प्रोफेशन सिर्फ बॉयज़ ही डॉक्टर्स हैं बॉयज़ ही इंजीनियर्स हैं बॉयज़ ही लॉयर्स हैं नो वेमेन इज एक्सेलिंग इन एवरी फील्ड इफ आई सी दीज थिंग्स आई थिंक दैट येस देर इज डेवलपमेंट देर इज चेंज कमिंग इट्स नॉट दैट स्टैटिक सोसाइटी विच वॉज वे बैक इन सेवेंटीज एटीज और बिफोर पार्टीशन राइट कुड यू टेल मी अ लिटल बिट अबाउट हाउ द पार्टीशन द आफ्टर मार्थ ऑफ द पार्टीशन हाउ डिड इट इफेक्ट द सोसाइटी ऑफ पंजाब एंड ऑफ अमृतसर इफ यू टॉक अबाउट पार्टीशन and you see the book of kushwan singh he very clearly writes ki jo sikh notion hai that is hindus ko hindustan mil gaya uh, muslims ko pakistan mil gaya sufferers kaun the the sikhs kyun sufferers the kyunki jo west punjab ka area tha that was a very fertile land agricultural land thi jahan pe jo sikhs jo reh rahe the wahan pe unke paas large tracts the जो लैंड के और जब वो यहाँ पर ईस्ट पंजाब में आते हैं तो उनको उतना जब हम रीसेटलमेंट की बात करते हैं तो उनको उतनी लैंड नहीं मिल पा रही है मोर ओवर जो यहाँ से मुस्लिम्स शिफ्ट कर रहे हैं वेस्ट पंजाब में उनकी जो पॉपुलेशन है वो कम है एज़ कम्पेयर टू सिक्स जो ईस्ट पंजाब जो ईस्ट पंजाब शिफ्ट कर रहे हैं वेस्ट पंजाब से तो रीसेटलमेंट के इश्यूज़ है रीऑर्गेनाइजेशन या रीसेटलमेंट में डिफ़िकल्टी आ रही है तो सिक्स को लग रहा है कि एक कि वो जो एग्रीकल्चरल लैंड जो फर्टाइल थी वो वहाँ वेस्ट पंजाब में छोड़ाए हैं दूसरा वो बात करते हैं कि जब हम सिक्स श्राइन्स की बात करते हैं तो बहुत से सिक्स श्राइन्स हैं जो कि वेस्ट पंजाब में या पाकिस्तान में रह गई तो बहुत सा ऐसा लिटरेचर है जो पे और एज अ रिसर्चर हर एक रिसर्चर इस चीज को फील करता है कि शायद ये पार्टीशन ना होता तो थिंग्स वुड हैव बिन डिफरेंट तो मुझे लगता है कि पार्टीशन में जो सिक्स हैं या पंजाबीज हैं उन्होंने अपार्ट फ्रॉम अबडक्शन अपार्ट फ्रॉम रेप एवरीथिंग दे सफर्ड एंड अनदर थिंग विच आई वुड हेयर 
would like to talk about the uh, Dalit section of the society, the uh, the partition narratives or the violence that has happened. वो जितने भी narratives हैं, उनमें जो lower section of the society है, उनके literature पे बात नहीं की जाती। जब आप archival materials देखते हो, तो आपको ये पता चलता है कि उनकी evacuation, जो उनकी evacuation reports हैं, वो कहते हैं कि they were last to be evacuated. सो वेन दे वर लास्ट टू बी इवैक्यूएटेड क्यों क्योंकि पार्टीशन के टाइम पे जब मूवमेंट्स हो रही थी तो ये जो कम्युनिटी है क्योंकि ये फाइनेंशियली वेल ऑफ नहीं है इसके पास लैंड नहीं है तो इसके ऊपर कोई ध्यान ही नहीं दे रहा कि इनको भी इवैक्यूएट करना है सेकेंडली जो पाकिस्तान की सरकार थी वो नहीं चाहती थी कि मीनियल्स यहाँ से छोड़ कर जाएँ क्योंकि उनको लगता था कि जो म्यूनसिपैलिटी का काम है या जो मीनियल वर्कस हैं वो कौन करेगा अगर ये लोग भी चले जाएंगे तो हमें ऐसे बहुत सी लेटर्स मिलती हैं जिनमें हमें इन चीज़ों का रेफरेंस मिल रहा है कि जो लोअर सेक्शन ऑफ द सोसाइटी है वो इन पार्टीशन नरेटिव्स में कहीं ना कहीं मिसिंग है अनदर थिंग आई वुड लाइक टू हेयर मैंशन इज देन दे इज ऑल्सो अ लेटर बाई अ गर्ल अ यंग गर्ल ऑफ सेवनटीन एटीन ईयर्स शी इज़ इन अ डेलेमा डेलेमा किस चीज़ का है उसको कि उसको समझ नहीं आ रही है कि पठान्स जब उसको एबडक्ट करते हैं उसकी फैमिली उसके पेरेंट्स को मार दिया जाता है शी हैज़ अ सिस्टर हु इज़ थ्री फोर ईयर्स ओल्ड और उसको जब इवैक्यूएट किया जाता है तो उसे पूछा जाता है कि यू वॉन्ट टू रिमेन इन वेस्ट पंजाब और यू वॉन्ट टू मूव इन ईस्ट पंजाब सो शी इज़ इन अ डेलेमा वो कहती है जितना एलियन मेरे लिए ये देश आज बन गया है उतना ही एलियन देश मेरे लिए या एलियन स्टेट ईस्ट पंजाबी है मैं वहाँ किसी को नहीं जानती हूँ मैं वहाँ जाकर करूँगी भी क्या ऐसी बहुत सी स्टोरीज और नेरेटिव्स हैं जिन पे अभी जो कि मिसिंग है रिसर्च में जिन पे काम किया जा सकता है बट आर पीपल टॉकिंग अबाउट इट बिकॉज देर आर मैनी पीपल दे डोंट लाइक टू टॉक अबाउट वॉट हैपन देन अफकोर्स पार्टीशन म्यूजियम है अब नैरेटिव बाहर निकल रही हैं बट ऑलमोस्ट वन होल जनरेशन डिड नॉट वॉन्ट टू टॉक अबाउट द ट्रामा एंड डिड वॉन्ट टू टॉक अबाउट इट क्योंकि बहुत इमोशनल बात थी लेट अलोन डीलिंग विद द इनजस्टिस ऑफ वॉट हैपन एट दैट टाइम आई एग्री विद यू बट नाउ पीपल आर कमिंग आउट पीपल आर टॉकिंग अबाउट इट इफ़ आई वुड शेयर एन इंस्टांस मेरे शायद लास्ट ईयर मेरे ताया जी थे ही वॉज फ्रॉम मुल्तान तो जब तक यंग थे ही नेवर डिस्कस्ड अबाउट पार्टीशन हम ही ऑलवेज यूज टू टॉक कि हमारे मुल्तान में ऐसा होता था हमारे मुल्तान में वैसा होता था वहाँ लाइफ ऐसी थी बट ही नेवर डिस्कस्ड एनीथिंग कि पार्टीशन में किस तरह से वो माइग्रेट हुए बट एट द एज ऑफ 94 फोर आई रियलाइज कि अब वो उस ट्रामा में थे एट टाइम्स ही यूज़ टू क्राई आ लॉट कि मैं अपने भाई को वहाँ छोड़ आया वो मेरे पीछे पीछे भाग रहा था मैं उसको छोड़ आया जैसे कजन्स तो एंड ही यूज़ टू फील कि वो जो चीज़ें हैं जिनको उन्होंने कभी डिस्कस नहीं किया वो जो ट्रामा जिसमें से वो निकल रहे थे पूरी लाइफ कभी डिस्कस नहीं किया धीरे धीरे मैंने देखा एट द एज ऑफ नाइन्टी फोर ही वॉज कमिंग आउट कि साठ साल के बाद बाद तो ऐसा नहीं है क्योंकि इट्स अ लॉन्ग स्पैन ऑल्सो और लोग शायद सुनकर भी 
थोड़ा सा हो जाता है करेज आ जाता है जब दूसरों की स्टोरीज सुनते हैं या पढ़ते हैं तो पीपल ओपन अप ऑल्सो तो ऐसे बहुत से नरेटिव्स हैं जो अब रिकॉर्ड हो रहे हैं पार्टीशन पे पार्टीशन रिगार्डिंग वायलेंस पे बहुत से नरेटिव्स अब आ तो उसे वंस दीज नरेटिव्स कम आउट इन दी ओपन देन दिस्टोरिकल फैक्ट्स ऑल्सो चेंज राइट बिकॉज दे लिव्ड एक्सपीरियंसिस सो जो the history that has been written that may need to be rewritten in many parts yes of course because another instance i would share is ki jab wo aa rahe the yahan par so he said ki jab hum train mein aa rahe the to hame jo bachane wala tha us time pe wo ek musliman fauji tha ke musliman fauji ne hame bola ki wahan pe writing ho rahi hai ek tange wala jo hame station tak chhodne aaya tha to wo hame us jagah pe lekar ja raha tha jahan par writing ho rahi thi तो ही सेड कि मेरे साथ मेरी कज़न भी थी मेरी सिस्टर भी थी तो दैट टांगा वाला वॉज टेकिंग अस टू द प्लेस वेयर राइटिंग वॉज हैपनिंग तो वहाँ पर एक जो मुसलमान फौजी था उसने टांगे वाले को डांटा कि इनको गलत रास्ते क्यों लेके जा रहे हो वहाँ पर रॉयटिंग हो रही है इनको दूसरी तरफ से लेकर जाओ तो ही सेड कि मुझे लगा कि अगर शायद वो फौजी मुझे हमें ये गाइडेंस ना देता या उस टांगे वाले को ना डांटता तो शायद आज हम यहाँ आ भी ना पाते तो देर आर स्टोरीज दैट आर कमिंग आउट ऑब्वियसली हिस्ट्री इज चेंजिंग एवरी टाइम जैसे जैसे नए फैक्ट्स आते हैं हिस्ट्री बदलती रहती है हिस्ट्री रिपीट्स इट सेल्फ ऑल्सो ऐसा नहीं है कि हम कहेंगे कि आज जो रिसर्च हो गई ये फाइनल रिसर्च है इट कीप्स ऑन चेंजिंग यू नो वेन वी डिड द रिकॉर्डिंग दिस पॉडकास्ट देर आर बिफोर कमिंग यूर ऑल्सो देर आर मैनी पीपल हु हैव एप्रीहेंशन अबाउट सेफ्टी एंड सिक्योरिटी इन पंजाब मैनी फियर्स ऑल्सो दैट यू नो द एटीज एरा ऑफ खालिस्तान मूवमेंट ऑफ सिसेशन ये सब फिर उठ रहा है एंड देन ऑफकोर्स यू हियर अबाउट इवन द चीफ मिनिस्टर सेइंग दैट टू हंड्रेड थाउजेंड टू हंड्रेड फिफ्टी थाउजेंड पीपल आर गोइंग टू माइग्रेट सो एंड देन देर वॉज द अमृतपाल इंसिडेंट सो देर आर लॉट लॉ एंड ऑर्डर देर वर ब्लास्ट इन दिस सिटी ऑल्सो सो देर इज दिस द होल थिंग दैट इट डजेंट सी फॉर फॉर एजुकेशन टू फर्स्ट ऑफ फॉर जॉब्स इंडस्ट्री एवरीथिंग पीस इज इम्पॉर्टेंट unless there is peace if unless there is harmony uh, industry doesn't work education doesn't prosper culture doesn't go forward um do the youth because you deal with young students all the time do the youth feel that uh, they are they've been let down uh, by the leaders they've been let down by the country's planners in any way what i feel is uh, if i go by the data i was just uh, looking at the ncrb data also where i was seeing crime against women for example if it is rape if if it is cruelty by the husband if it is abduction if it is kidnapping that is less in punjab as compared to other states if you see if you go by the data it can be of two way either that is not recorded or either uh, it is recorded and because whenever you see news also you always hear the rape cases in up bihar delhi you hardly hear cases of gang rape in punjab i have never come across till now uh, gang rape cases in punjab so i feel that uh, position of women in punjab 
regarding safety is better as compared to the other states hmm. uh, rest the patriarchal structure is there that we cannot deny it completely also ki yes there is patriarchal structure agar aap yahi maharashtra mein chale jate ho pune chale jate ho girls are going out at 8 9 or 12 that that scenario is missing in punjab hmm. uh, for safety reasons or the patriarchal structure yes uh, safety issues are there but still if you see at the crime rate that is quite less in punjab as compared to the other state even the haryana and the rajasthan which are the bordering states if you see the crime yes of course i talk about the domestic violence that is there in punjab because when i was seeing this data of ncrb i was finding that even the there were very uh, less cases of rape very less cases of abduction or uh, women trafficking but there were cases of domestic violence or mm. dowry deaths so some social evils are still persisting We, i cannot uh, say that it's completely eradicated some social evils are still prevailing but by that time i think uh, in coming years that would also reduce probably because the mindset of people are चेंजिंग पहले गर्ल चाइल्ड को इतनी इंपॉर्टेंस नहीं दी जाती थी हमेशा होता था मेल चाइल्ड इवन इफ यू गो बैक टू द एंशंट स्क्रिप्चर्स ऑल्सो तो जितनी भी प्रेयर्स होती थी दैट वॉज फॉर अ मेल चाइल्ड कि इतना शक्तिशाली बेटा देना जो हमारी ट्राइब के लिए लड़ सके अब वो सिनेरियो चेंज होता नज़र आ रहा है अगर हम उसको सर्वे के पॉइंट ऑफ व्यू से भी देखते हैं तो बहुत लोग हैं हु आर हैविंग सिंगल गर्ल चाइल्ड और इवन टू डॉटर्स आल्सो एंड दे डोंट अर्ज फॉर अ मेल चाइल्ड कि बेटा हो जाए जैसे इफ यू सी इवन इन द फिल्म्स आल्सो कि पहले की जो मूवीज़ आ रही थी उनमें इन चीज़ों को बहुत प्रोमिनेंस थी पंजाबी मूवीज़ द पंजाब फिल्म इंडस्ट्री मूवीज इज इम्पॉर्टेंट टू डिस्कस हेयर इज कि पंजाब में जो इशू है अभी दैट इज़ ऑफ द ड्रग्स कि जो यूथ है वो ड्रग्स में बहुत इन्वॉल्व हो रहा है अगर मैं वुमेन की बात करूँ तो वुमेन पर इतना क्राइम नहीं है जितना हम देखते हैं कि जो पंजाब है वो ड्रग इशू से जूझ रहा है या रॉबरी थेफ्ट या स्नैचिंग इन चीज़ों से इफ़ आई एम गोइंग आउट मुझे ये डर नहीं होता है कि आई वुड बी गैंग रेप्ड है ना मुझे ये डर होता है कि somebody would come and snatch snatch my chain somebody would snatch my purse for drugs या फॉर ड्रग्स ओनली तो मुझे लगता है कि इस टाइम पे जो इशू ज़्यादा इम्पॉर्टेंट है जिसको देखना चाहिए दैट इज ऑफ द ड्रग्स वीमेन रिप्रेजेंटेशन पॉलिटिक्स में बहुत कम है पंजाब में इट्स नॉट एज मच एज वन वुड थिंक कि इट्स अ स्मॉल स्टेट द इकोनॉमी वॉज यूज टू बी प्रिटी गुड वीमेन वर्स सीन इन एजुकेशन ऑल्सो वीमेन आर स्ट्रॉन्ग इन दे यू नो इन एक्सप्रेसिंग दे व्यूज लेकिन पोलिटिकली uh if you see they are not there so much in uh, in representation as such that is because of the patriarchal structure mm. the male dominance mm. uh, the male dominated society that is i feel that is because of the patriarchal structure that uh, women 
इनफैक्ट वेमेन अगर पोलिटिकल उसमें आ भी रही हैं स्फेयर में तो दे आर बैक बाई देर हजबेंड्स देर ब्रदर्स और देर फादर्स इट्स नॉट दैट दे आर इंडिपेंडेंट डिसीजन मेकर्स in what way has the drug menace uh, impacted uh, society uh, we've been hearing this for more than 5 6 years that it's become bad we've even reported this continuously that you know it's uh, the youth is being sucked dry because of this menace as a woman who works in a city uh, how do you feel it's affecting you and others definitely it's if affecting me and the whole society because jab hum drugs ki baat karte hain to hum ye dekh rahe hain ki youth agar aaj mere mann mein ye dar hai ki mujhe orders mein nikalna hai to i have to see ki uh, my husband is along with me i can't go alone if i'm going back to my home and i'm driving alone so my husband has this thing ki you reach uh, before sunset to home कि अगर पेरेंट्स के घर जाना है तो और डाज में नहीं बिकॉज देर आर लॉट्स ऑफ केसेस यू हेयर ऑफ स्नैचिंग स्नैचिंग ऑफ कार स्नैचिंग ऑफ गोल्ड स्नैचिंग ऑफ पर्स जब हम इन चीज़ों को देखते हैं तो मन में डर आता है कि दैट इज़ बिकॉज ड्रग्स के कारण ये सारा कुछ हो रहा है देन वी सी थेफ्ट ऑल्सो कि थेफ्ट बहुत ज़्यादा हो रहा है देन देर इज़ वी टॉक अबाउट द गैंग वॉज ऑल्सो देर एनदर द ड्रग मिनास इज देयर तो ड्रग रिलेटेड ग्रैंड बॉर्स एंड ड्रग रिलेटेड अब जब एक बच्चे के पास एक यूथ के पास पैसा नहीं होगा उस ड्रग को लेने के लिए तो वट ही वुड डू ही वुड स्नैच और ही वुड डू अफ्ट कि वो जो उसको अर्ज है उस ड्रग को लेने की उसको फुलफिल करने के लिए वो ये तरीके अपनाएगा डेफिनेटली अपनाएगा तो मुझे ऐसा लगता है और दूसरा जब हम इसको वुमेन के परस्पेक्टिव से देखते हैं तो हम देखते हैं कि जो वुमेन है शी इज़ ऑल्सो सफरिंग कि अगर हस्बैंड ड्रग्स में है बच्चा होने में प्रॉब्लम हो रही है बच्चा नहीं पैदा हो रहा है उसके अलावा क्या है फैमिली लाइफ डिस्टर्ब हो रही है ही इज़ नॉट अर्निंग बिकॉज ही इज़ इन ड्रग्स तो क्या है वुमेन के लिए वो जो प्रॉब्लम है वो डबल हो जाती है कि शी हैज़ टू लुक आफ्टर द चिल्ड्रेन अगर बच्चा है अगर बच्चा नहीं है और कई बार ऐसा होता है कि जो यूथ है ओवरडोज ले लेता है एंड सडनली डेथ हो जाती है देन द वाइफ इज़ लेफ्ट विद द चाइल्ड और द वाइफ इज़ लेफ्ट अलोन कि वो करे क्या चाहे उसके पास जितना मर्जी पैसा है बट स्टिल शी इज़ सफरिंग बिकॉज उसके पास एक फैमिली नहीं है hmm. तो ये इशूज़ भी हम ड्रग्स के साथ देखते हैं कि वेमेन को अफेक्ट कर रहे हैं डू यू फील दैट जो सोसाइटी uh, के लीडर्स हैं uh, चाहे डिस्ट्रिक्ट uh, लेवल पे हो, चाहे वीमेंस एम्पावरमेंट ग्रुप्स हो, दे नीड टू वर्क ऑन अ वॉर फुटिंग और इज इट एंड आर देर नो प्लान्स अफोर्ट आप कुछ देख नहीं रही हैं ग्राउंड लेवल पर नहीं ऐसा नहीं कह सकते कि गवर्नमेंट वर्क नहीं कर रही है गवर्नमेंट वर्क कर रही है कॉन्टीन्यूसली विलेजेस में इवन अवेयरनेस कैंप्स चलते हैं बट इट्स टू लेट या अवेयरनेस कैंप्स चल रहे हैं अवेयरनेस कैंप्स में यूथ को इन्वॉल्व किया जा रहा है जिनको ये कहा जाता है कि अगर कोई ड्रग्स ले रहा है तो वो इन्फॉर्म किया जाए पुलिस को इस तरह के विलेज लेवल पे भी काम हो रहा है बट स्टिल वी नीड टू वर्क ऑन इट कि यूथ को मोटिवेशन चाहिए यूथ को एम्प्लॉयमेंट चाहिए अगर हम ये सब चीज़ें ले आएंगे तो बहुत बार ऐसा हो रहा है कि लोग जो है वो बच्चों को इसलिए भी बाहर भेजना चाहते हैं कि उनके बच्चे ड्रग से बचे रहें क्यों क्योंकि बाहर वो उनके लिए वो ड्रग अफोर्ड करना डिफ़िकल्ट होगा क्यों क्योंकि बाहर अगर वो वर्क करेंगे 
तो वो खाएंगे वो वर्क नहीं करेंगे तो वो खाएंगे नहीं सर्वाइव कैसे तो उनको लगता है कि वो इन्वॉल्व रहेंगे इन सब चीज़ों में और शायद ड्रग से दूर रहेंगे तो बहुत लोगों का लो, अपने बच्चों को बाहर भेजने का एक ये भी रीज़न है कि वो अपने बच्चों को ड्रग से दूर रखना चाहते हैं that is a kind of a shocking uh, yeah. thing uh, that you're telling me i hope uh, that uh, planners and listeners of uh, punjab uh, pay heed to this and make a change soon thank you so much for being part of this podcast and wishing you all the best in the future thank you ma'am and thank you ni team also for inviting me for this talk thank, thank you so much thank you for watching or listening in to this edition of ani podcast with smita prakash do like or subscribe on whichever channel you have seen this or heard this namaste jai hind